Hey, Augie. Good morning, Nia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm good because we we get to do something a little bit different uh, 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 with today's podcast. Yep, we're doing and an in the news. We're doing an in the news, and moreover, it's an in the news. And I got to admit, Nia, when you and I agreed to do this podcast, I never thought we would have a podcast episode about Kanye West. I didn't either. <laughs> I have to admit. Uh, okay, so for the record. Um, we need to state at the outset that um, neither one of us uh, agree with Kanye West's comments, his anti-Semitic comments. That is correct. We are both, we both condemn that and think that it's awful. Oh, it's okay. awful. I, I am vehemently opposed, okay, to anti-Semitism, okay? I think anybody who makes those kind of remarks, okay? Um, uh, uh, I choose not to listen. Okay? Yeah, it shows a wild, a wild lack of education is yes. what it does. Okay. Um, and we don't like that here because, of course, we're educators. The whole point of of Civil our <laughs> careers is to try to fight off misinformation, disinformation, fake news, bad information, that sort of thing. And and so let let us start there by saying that. However, let us also note that. You get to be publicly dumb whenever you want to be, right? It, until there's a line. And that's the line that I wanted to, to talk to you about today. If we could, where's the line between, you can say all the dumb stuff you want, and I'm trying hard not to curse. You can say all the dumb stuff you want publicly, but when does it cross the line into when the government intervenes? Okay, so let's let, let's first go ahead and discuss an important concept um uh because a lot of what Kanye West um said about Jews has been described as hate speech um okay. and in constitutional law hate speech has a rather precise definition Nia. okay okay um and actually the definition I'm about uh to uh, state uh, comes from the Oxford Dictionary, um, and it's pretty much a paraphrase that you see in a number of Supreme Court rulings. Hate speech is abusive or threatening speech or writing that expresses prejudice against a particular group, especially on the basis of race, religion, or sexual orientation. Okay. Now, let's also make a distinction here, Nia. Hate speech is not any speech that you may not like or is critical of you or a group of which you're a member, right? So if Nia- Or even if you're not a member. Yes, okay. Hate speech isn't, isn't just speech you disagree with. Yes, right? It goes beyond that. Yes, it is speech that expresses clearly- Okay, a prejudice against a particular group, okay, simply because of their existence, right? Simply because of their existence, okay? Um, um, so you asked, so when does hate speech cross the line? Well, here's another important distinction or data point, right? 
and I'm, I frequently have to make this. And Ania, I, you know I do because you've actually been with me. You've been in in forums where I've had to go ahead and clarify a very important distinction. The ability to engage in speech and not have the government regulate it, prohibit it, ban it, is protected by the First Amendment. Okay? Is protected by the First Amendment. Uh, the government shall not abridge a freedom of speech. That's right. Okay? That's the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. And what the Supreme Court has said, and this is the current precedent, uh, in the case of RAV versus St. Paul, is that the government does not get to pick which viewpoints may or may not be expressed. So, can the government ban, okay, prosecute anybody who expresses hate speech like Kanye West recently did? According to the Supreme Court, the answer is no, because the First Amendment is designed to promote as much speech as possible, because those who wrote the First Amendment apparently thought that more speech is better than no speech or less speech in a democracy. And people will say, because of his position of power, that he could incite others to do violent things but, but I, if do? i'm correct that the supreme court is saying is there must be a an obvious clear and present danger created by this person's speech we are going to go out right now find some people and hurt them yeah because they are in whatever group in this instance jews yes. but whatever group if he had said that he could have been prosecuted. He could have been arrested and prosecuted, right? Because yes. he would have been inciting violence directly. Yes. But and, saying and, that he, because he's a powerful person, whatever he says carries weight that would cause people to be. To feel hurt. Or to, you, or to be incited to do something okay, isn't well, necessarily the case. Yes. And in what you're talking about in, uh, in listeners, me and I discussed this in a previous podcast episode in regards to Supreme Court tests. What Nia is referring to in the current test is from the Brandenburg case. Um, in the Brandenburg versus Ohio case in 1969, the Supreme Court said the government has the authority to prevent speech that, and here's the key phrase, that creates imminent lawless action. That's it. Imminent yeah. lawless action. Thank you. So, it's not clear. So the, the it's a different test. Well, and, and, and that was the previous, if you will, test or um, uh, standard. standard, right? So the burden is on the government. Okay. So right. again, speech is privileged, right? The burden is on the government to go ahead and show that the speech that you may engage in will likely lead to imminent lawless action. So you still have the, the initial privilege to go ahead and say some really despicable stuff, okay? Right, and people have regularly done that. Sure, they do it all the time. 
Okay. So that's one side of the equation. The other side of the equation, and this is where Nia and I got interested in doing this uh, uh, podcast episode, you know, in the news, is the week we are recording this, a number of rather prominent corporations have done what in regards to Kanye West? Dropped him like a hot rock. Oh my goodness. They, they, they are, you know that um, in Bugs Bunny, Witch Hazel, when she runs, when she flies off and her hairpins hang in the, in the air for a few seconds before they drop, that's what it's looking like with all of his sponsors. He went into the sketch, he, he lost his uh, Adidas, or Adidas, I don't know how you say it exactly. We Adidas. say Adidas in the United States, but I think they say Adidas in other places. Um, but they dropped him and lost two hundred and fifty some million dollars out of their deal and whatever. But they don't. It, it took them a little while to come around to that, which is a whole separate issue. But like he went into Skechers into their corporate headquarters and he was there approximately four seconds before somebody said, no, 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 no. Let's let's escort you out of here. We don't want people to think that we're working with you like he's. It's not just one or two corporate sponsors. It's a lot of people. Is part of his business, if you will, empire. Right. It's clothing. Yeah. Excuse me. It's clothing. He makes. Well, it's more than fashion. Clothes. Well, where he, I was going with this, Nia, is uh, a decade or so ago, he created a sports management agency uh, uh, unit of his business empire, ah. representing okay professional athletes um, in negotiating their contracts, and a rather and uh, uh, some rather prominent professional athletes. Um, uh, are, uh, uh, have now uh, canceled their contracts with his sports agency firm. Okay, I mean, in sports agency firms, when they negotiate a professional athlete's contract, typically receive 5% of the overall value of the contract for their services. So that's a lot of money because there's a lot of money sloshing around in professional, professional sports. Well, that's right, okay. So- but I... Can we also mention, too, um, that this is how the marketplace works. If your idea, the marketplace of ideas, right? If your idea is anathema to other people, they will walk away and you're left standing there shouting in the in the on the sidewalk by yourself. Right. Like there's that's one of the great things about democracy is this sort of. I think you put it in in the notes, uh, the freedom not to listen, which I really like. I like that phrase because he has the freedom to say dumb stuff, and I have the freedom not to listen. I have the freedom to walk away. I get where people are saying that he's influential and he might influence people to, but I don't. I don't think he's going to influence people to come to come to that idea who had not already felt that way. Because yes. I'm not sure that people are taking their political advice from Kanye West. You know what I mean? Or Ye West. I guess his name is now Ye West, and I don't want to misname him or dead name him. That's not proper. But uh, you know what I mean? Like the skinhead, like everybody pointed to the guys on the bridge, the skinheads on the bridge with the Kanye's right, you know, blah, blah, blah. First of all, they got his name wrong, too. Um, but also, 
like they were already they already believed that they didn't yeah they were looking for some they were looking for a prominent spokesperson okay fine they had him and he handed that to them which is not okay which which is fine but you know you and i've read newspaper articles that say you know mr west is being canceled and i'm like yes that's what happens in the marketplace of ideas. Right. Right. And people don't like you, you get canceled. Okay. In this particular instance, it's a bunch of corporations whom, let's be fair. Okay. okay. <laughs> made a lot of money from him first. Okay. You know, they made a lot of money associating with, okay, his music, his clothing uh, brand. Okay. Um, they thought he was a savvy business person. You know, professional athletes, okay, are not going to go ahead and sign up with an agency to represent them if they don't think that the agency is going to get them maximum, you know, value with their contracts. Okay, fair enough. But when he engages in speech that corporations don't like, guess what the corporations have the right to do? Okay. Walk away walk away which is what they did and i think it's a little hypocritical because i agree it's it's terribly hypocritical i mean corporations regularly work with people that are that are bigots racists (laughs) anti-semites etc etc but when it becomes public and it might hurt their brand then they walk away likewise if you're an individual okay and if all of a sudden you find out you know you start listening to one of your friends who starts, you know, saying some stuff where you're like, okay, you're like racist. Right. Or, That's crazy town. And I'm not going to be involved in yes, okay. in that kind of speech and that kind of hate speech. Okay. You That's have, when you start ghosting them, right? That's when they, yeah, you know, right? they text you and you're like, oh, sorry, my phone's dead. Bye. You know, like you don't want to have anything to do with them. Okay. And, and again, you have a choice. Right. You know, you can either try to engage them and hopefully, you know, show them the error of their thinking and their speech, or ultimately you can go ahead and say, I don't like that speech. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Um, I don't want that kind of negativity. I don't want that kind of prejudice in my life. So you walk away. Okay. And again, freedom of speech is also the freedom to okay walk away right and what we're again i think what we're trying to get across with this episode is um that the onus for disciplining that kind of speech is on us as people not the government yes it is on us to say to other people that's just wrong you are wrong buddy and you need to get out of here it's not okay for you to say those kinds of things. I disagree. I'm not, I don't find that acceptable. And in the case of hate speech, I'm going to disallow you by not giving you my attention because truly attention is what is, is as much commercial as money, right? Yeah. The The whole point of Google is to sell your attention. It sells your attention to advertisers. The way you hurt Google is by, is by 
going off of Google and not looking at the ads. Yes. Similarly, the way you hurt Kanye West is you don't buy his albums. You don't buy his clothing line. You're an athlete and you pull out of his services, all those things to help get his attention to say, this is unacceptable speech. You don't get to do this, but there's no, I've seen calls for government intervention, right? Somebody should stop him. Yes, somebody should. It's the 330 other million people living in this country who can stop that by saying that's not an acceptable way to talk about people. Yeah, I, I, Nia, you and I are of a generation uh, to, to give an analog. Um, I, you and I are of a generation uh, when rap music was uh, first being made, right? Yes. Um, and some of the early rap music um, uh, in particular had rather explicit lyrics, okay? Um, uh, and, uh, you know, for instance, doc, uh, their depictions of women, okay, uh, were uh, uh, particularly sexist, okay? Right. Uh, 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 advocating violence, okay, uh, in some songs. Um, uh, their de uh, descriptions of women were uh, frequently uh, uh, as sex objects or sex toy, you know, play things, right? And, you know, remember in the 1980s, there was an effort to go ahead and ban that music or, you know, in, in to, or to put uh, warning labels, right? Uh, okay. Yes, Tipper Gore. Okay. And her warning labels, not just on rap albums, on but, all albums that were perceived you know, that, to be you know had sexually explicit lyrics or violent lyrics or violence etc and the, the thing that always struck me about that was if you don't like the music don't listen to it right because if you're not right. if you're not buying it or in today's uh, music marketplace if you're you know not downloading it okay um uh then you're sending a very clear message okay in the marketplace of ideas you're sending a very clear message right you know it's it, it's like well and if 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 labeling things and banning things is is the way you want to drive your society democratically then who decides which ideas get banned yes. and which ideas don't and that's Scalia's point in the in the case in the in the supreme court cases okay but that could be used against causes that you like yes right like that you know it, it that that sword cuts both ways that that sword is edged on both sides so kanye west saying despicable things about jews is unacceptable but who decide, what if we get a what if we get an autocratic leader who says saying despicable things about Jews is great, right? We want to encourage that. We want to encourage anti-Semitism. Then you have you want to stop that speech. Like it's it's a weird. Well, and and we've had periods in our country where we have tried to target, ban, um, arrest individuals who had who were who wanted to discuss ideas like socialism right communism communism <laughs> um, joe mccarthy and his red scare okay uh the civil rights 
movement. Exactly. Let's okay. get rid of Jim Crow. Oh, no, we're not. I mean, this, if the South had had a vote, okay. that wouldn't have happened. Okay. So, you know, you had individuals who were advocating for equal rights for African-Americans. That was right. speech. And they were being arrested. They were being thrown in jail. Okay. Because they were creating a disturbance. Okay. You know, we have to be careful about this. Right. Right. We you don't, know, we wanted those people to have and free speech and be able to say and be able to call out the system and say all the things that needed to be said you know that's right okay and, and that's what what Scalia was getting at in his majority opinion in RAV versus St. Paul which is the government doesn't get to pick and choose right whose viewpoints okay are allowed and whose aren't which speech to chill that's right and, and, and that's and up to us as citizens and, yeah and you used a, a very important word that uh, uh the supreme court oftentimes talks about in free speech cases which is you know is the government engaging in behavior that will have the uh, will have a chilling effect on speech and you know and you may not always like it and lord knows listeners if you know <laughs> If if you tune into this podcast, you know Nian and I, Nia and I, okay, at times are just like, wow, some of these ideas are just crazy. But the purpose of this podcast is civil discourse. We want more speech so that we can go ahead and figure out what is good speech, what is productive speech, what is meaningful engagement. And you don't get that if some folks Okay, their ideas, their thoughts are not allowed. Right? right. Because at some point, then eventually it becomes that we're not allowed to say that those ideas are bad. Yes. Right. That's how that that's the long end of that arc yes. is that you get to the far end of, okay, well, the government's now not allowing you to say that the government sucks, which that's one of the best things about democracy is that you get to say that the government, government and nobody comes to your house and does things to you. And I'm just going to suggest that there are places in the world where you don't get to say the government sucks. You can say it once and then nobody ever hears from you again. But well, that's I mean, yeah, so see. we want as much free speech as we can. Do we do we want hate speech? No. Of course we don't. We want people to be civilized and decent and honorable and kind. But guess what? Some people aren't. Yeah, not and, everybody is. Okay. And do we want to live in a society where we set some kind of norm and then and then we adhere to that? Yes. To to some extent that causes people to be disappeared or go off to be re-educated in prison, right? Like that whole re-education thing that happens in some countries. I'm looking at you side-eye China, but other places, right? The, the, we don't want that. We want people to be able to say, and frankly, I want people to say dumb stuff in public because it's easier for me to dismiss them than if they're being, <laughs> yeah, than yeah. if they're really clever and they're having some kind of underground movement. Like I, I would rather see a person i hate to say this and i'm just going to say it out loud and and you know uh politics be damned i would rather see you in your white sheet 
than go to the bank and have you tell me you won't give me a loan because I'm, you know, if I were African-American or whatever, without giving me a chance to know who my enemy is. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like he's clearly just made himself who he is. Like he's put himself out there in public and now Jews can go, oh, okay, well, we know who you are. It's less scary than if he pretended to be one thing when he felt something else. Yeah, um, it, it, it's what. Also, uh, we're dealing with somebody who may not be mentally well. That well, that's the other flip of this, right? It, is that's that, the the other thing. Okay, how do you know if somebody is sick? Right. When I say sick, they are suffering from an a mental a, a, a mental or emotional condition, and they need help. Okay, if they are not speak they are not speaking publicly right Right, and if they're not allowed to right then how would we know that they were not well i mean how do we know the extent to which okay we have a problem with you know racism or sexism okay or anti-semitism okay if those individuals are only speaking in private right another if they're driven underground okay one Uh of the scariest things about about white supremacy in this country is that it is so underground in many instances yes okay um so so we have no chance to hopefully educate those folks or help them come to a different point of view because we don't know who they are and yes is there the potential that that kind of um, of speech can win supporters if somebody goes public. Yes, there is that. There is that downside. There is that potential downside, right? Right. Okay. Um, and will there be some people who are influenced by him, perhaps? But I also like to think I would like to believe that what Kanye West did was announced that he is mentally not well. Yes. You know yes. what I mean, and that yeah. people will feel like, oh, that's not a person I really ought to whose advice i should take yes that's my hope yeah that's my hope for for his um career. and you know and for some of you who are listening to us you can you might go ahead and say well you know augie and nia okay um um you know uh, i i think their optimism is unfounded okay fair <laughs> enough but then we can have a conversation as to why you think our optimism is unfounded right, right? And if we have greater societal problems, then yes, right. Then, you know, Kanye West is a tiny drop in the larger bucket, right? Yeah, of, yeah. Okay. Of, of things that we need to work on. We need to solve the problems we have. I'm not entirely certain that the problem is actually Kanye West. No. So much as the problem is this this weird belief system that people have that Jews somehow control things. I'm like. If Jews control things, why would they have been chased from country to country to country in pogroms? Like, yes, you know what I mean. Like that doesn't make any that doesn't make any logical sense. It doesn't. I mean the 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 amount of um of of human sacrifice right that they've endured okay? yeah would would imply that they're really not this powerful cabal of I I, I like, I'm just dude, kind of sort of what like, are you talking about I, I, that that is a means end. Okay, uh, a relationship or, or process. That I'm like, really? An entire group of people is willing to endure that kind of human sacrifice so they eventually can go ahead and, and control the world? I'm like, think about that. Okay. Right. 
or run Hollywood? Like, yeah. really? That's what you're going to do that for, to run Hollywood? One what of the most you... plastic places on earth? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, no offense, Hollywood. We love you, but, you know, you are what you are. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But anyway, what we would like for folks to do, we're going to link to the case. We'd like folks to take a chance and look at the case and really think about hate speech in terms of government intervention and whether you really want the government to intervene. We would urge you to reconsider if that's what you think. Um, because that might be a dangerous precedent to set. Well, in particular, because, you know, what if your group is not in control of the government? Exactly. What if you're in the, what if you're in the out group? And then all of a sudden, that's hate speech that's geared towards you that you're. I mean, that's, that's one of the great things of having a, a freedom of speech protection is that um, uh, if the majority doesn't like your speech, your speech is still protected. I was going to say, too bad. Yeah, okay, right. Too, too bad if the, gov- if, the, if the majority doesn't like your speech. And again, we come back to the idea that we control that. As consumers, as yes. fellow citizens, it is up to us to say to somebody, that's not, a, that's not acceptable. What are you talking about? And in fairness to a lot of people, including Kim Kardashian, who I often dunk on, um, a lot of people came out and said, boy, that was just totally unacceptable. You, yes. you, you can't go, I, like, what's wrong with you? You can't go around saying stuff like that. That's completely wrong. And she was immediate in her response. Yeah. Like she yeah. was very quick to respond and say, I stand with, you know, with Jews around the world and this is an unacceptable thing to say. Yeah. So yeah. I, and I wouldn't, I mean, normally I don't give her much credit, but I will give her credit for that. And I give her credit for being a businesswoman because man, she turned a sex tape into an empire and that's, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, amazing. Yes. Okay. That's um, amazing. But it's not about her. It's about speech and, and, yes. you know, um, and again, comes back to things that we have talked about. And I know we're going to go here briefly, but this idea of Twitter um, and people and people's speech being banned on Twitter. Um, Twitter's a company, and they can ban whatever they want. Yes. Now they have a new owner. There's a new sheriff in town. Yes. Um, apparently carrying around a sink, and so I guess he walked in and said, "Let this sink in." And carrying a big sink, I'm like, "Wow, you're just you're just P.T. Barnum all over again, aren't he you?" He can't help himself. He can't. Right? But. Know. But their discussion about whether Twitter will will become, you know, alt right or it'll be all this other stuff, and I'm like, well, it's a company, it's a private company. There's no, if you don't like Twitter, get off stop of Twitter. Using it, right? Yeah, stop using it. If Twitter Maybe. turns into something you don't like because of Elon Musk's new ownership style, then don't be on Twitter anymore. I don't, I, I don't fathom this whole idea. Your power is in your purse and in your vote and in your feet. Yes. When you don't like things, people always say there should be term limits for, for you know, public officials. I'm like, well, there are. They're called elections. Yes. Y- and if you, you're really, really motive, if you really don't like an incumbent, okay, find somebody to run against them, or work, even better, you do it. Right. Work against them. Okay. In whatever way that that go knock on doors, go be the candidate, go yes. do whatever. Uh, we're in that season of election where you know this is this is the whole point of democracy. Yes. If you don't like what Kanye West said, don't buy his albums, don't buy his stuff, don't listen to him. Yep. 
that your lack of attention will hurt him more than anything else. Yeah, because so many of those people, okay, Man, what okay. they're really after is attention. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're narcissistic, they're egomaniacal, right? Okay, excellent point. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, anyway. so are we, but in much less quantities, I would think. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> you know. We really like, you know, our downtime and our privacy way too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine being a movie star. I never wanted to be a movie star because no, I can't imagine I mean, somebody you know, taking my picture all the time. Oh, my gosh. I can't. I don't like having my picture taken when I know it's going to happen, let alone yeah, 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 I'm yeah, walking yeah. into Starbucks, you know. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, thanks so much. Yes, thank and, you. Um, I appreciate you helping me with this in the news. All right. Thanks, Nia.